now. Hi guys, <laughs> welcome back for another episode of Shades of Strong. Don't mind me and Natalie. We were having a side conversation. Anyway, <laughs> um, we are back with another powerful episode where we are always digging and diving into the things that shape, make, and sometimes break the strong black woman. And this week is not going to be any different. We're going to hit you with what happens when life happens unexpectedly. And given the current state of our country, we just thought it would be good to kind of talk about how to navigate disappointment. So we're going to be talking a little bit about that today, sharing some of our own experiences and how we navigate disappointments. Because, you know, me and Natty, we up in age, so we've experienced <laughs> in our lives. I mean, we're not in our 80s or anything, but we're yeah. We're not in our 80s, but you know, we're creeping up. So yeah, we've experienced Yeah, we are solidly and... middle-aged. Yes, yes. <laughs> let them know, girl. <laughs> so yeah, we, we've navigated. A couple of Gen Xers over here. Right. So we thought we'd share how we did that and, you know, perhaps offer you guys some tips on how you can navigate some of the things that you may be experiencing experiencing during this time. But like we always say, before we dive into the juiciness that's, that is this topic, follow us on all social media platforms at Shades of Strong. Hit us up in our email, in our DMs, all of that. And don't forget to check out our resources on the website at shadesofstrong.com that will help you go through the whole journey to healing and all that good stuff. All right. So, yeah, let's dive right into it, Natty. Before we hit record, we were kind of sort of talking about some of the disappointments that people are experiencing now, you know, with the current state of the country. And one of the things that I mentioned to you was students not being able to participate in graduation, proms being canceled and, you know, all of the things. And I can remember some years ago, my philosophy about life, my entire because I had experienced so much disappoint, disappointment in life. I had taken on the philosophy of don't expect anything and you won't be disappointed. Won't be disappointed. You know, and I was kind of like living my life that way. But now as I've grown and I'm matured, I'm learning that that is a horrible way to experience life. (laughs) Because if you don't expect anything, that means that you're not expecting anything good to happen and you're not expecting anything bad to happen. So, yeah, we don't want to walk around not expecting anything. So in your own personal life, Natty, you know, I always throw the questions to you first. What has it been like for you? Like even a a past or a present experience, what has it been like for you when you had an unexpected disappointment and how did you navigate through that? Let me first say that I was very much like you when I was a younger adult. I had kind of gotten used to the bottom falling out. Mm -hmm. And I too was like, okay, I'm just not going to have expectations where I won't be disappointed. And I also took on the mindset of, I really am on my own. There's no, there's, there's no means of support that I'll ever have. Of course, I didn't want it to be that way, but that's just kind of a conclusion that I came to when I was in my 20s. And you're absolutely right. That's a miserable way to live. You try and put a positive spin on it and say that you're being a realist. 
honestly, I don't think we're being realistic when we do that. I think we're being quite pessimistic and really displaying our feelings of hopelessness. And that's not a that's not a healthy or whole or our human uh, way. <laughs> or a human way, yeah, to walk through life. And also we have those those ideas and we do still experience disappointment. I think part of the reason that I was feeling that way or had adopted that kind of mindset is somehow I felt like if I lived that way, like not expecting anything, so I won't be disappointed, that that was also going to stop bad things from happening somewhere. Right. Or that I was like, oh, or when they did happen, I was not going to feel any kind of way. And that's not the truth. I still felt some kind of way every time something bad <laughs> happened. So it just... It, it doesn't just lessen isn't. the pain because you're not expecting it. It doesn't lessen the pain at all. And it doesn't, it just doesn't have the effect that you, that we're thinking it's going to have. And another thing that I, I think it does is it keeps us from sitting again we talk a lot about feelings here right it keeps us from sitting with our feelings of disappointment Mm -hmm. it keeps us from really going there and allowing ourselves to feel disappointed allowing ourselves to feel sadness or grief and so when we don't allow ourselves to feel those things just like we said on the previous episode doesn't mean those feelings aren't there and they're certainly not going to go away just because we're not allowing ourselves to feel them they just get stuffed all the way down and they Mm -hmm. will come up later they'll come up 10 years later, 20 years later, 30 years later, however long it takes, but they will come up and they have an even more detrimental effect then because the thing that disappointed you, depending on whether it was a trauma or whether it was just an unfortunate circumstance, the effects of that and the the bigness of it all, like, oh, I can't believe that happened. It was a disaster. That might be gone by then Mm -hmm. unless it's a trauma. But if it is not a trauma and it's gone by then, but you still didn't deal with your feelings of disappointment when it happened, the feelings that come up later are going to be that much harder to deal with. And they're going to have that much more of an effect on you, whether it's through your physical body or affecting your, the relationships you have, affecting the relationship you have with yourself. Those feelings definitely come up regardless and denying that those feelings are even there or refusing to deal with them um, or ignoring them doesn't help any more than pretending that having this outlook of not expecting anything is going to make things better when bad things happen. That's just not the way it works. And so it took me until I was in my 30s to, <laughs> I'm not even ashamed of that, it took me until I was in my 30s to really under- start, start to understand that because really bad shit kept happening, right? <laughs> you know? And by then I'd had more kids and I was like, oh my gosh, wait, I can't just be walking around in this stupor, in this in this funk because I had enough, I guess, wisdom to know that that was affecting my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean that I still, that I all of a sudden was doing things right because it took me a longer time to even process, start process grief. I did stuff that down. I did stuff that down. And at the time, I knew that I was stuffing it down. I was making a conscious decision to push the grief away because I was pregnant with my youngest baby. And I was just like, I don't want to deal with this right now. I can't be sad. That's not good for the baby. I'm not going to deal with this right now. I'm not going to think about it. And so I would just not think about it. And it was the grief over, over my mother dying. 
I wasn't, it wasn't until I was in my 40s that I really started to process grief. But the other disappointments, I started to think more about those in my 30s. And I started to ask, and I guess the way to get back to actually finally answering your question, I guess, um, <laughs> what, how I started to, <laughs> I just go, went on a tangent. Sorry about that. The way I started to process that is I started to ask myself a lot of questions. I mm-hmm. start, And honestly, the only question I had for a long time was why. Why didn't this work out? Why didn't this work the way I thought it would? Why didn't this happen the way I thought it would? Why didn't this turn out this way and not the other way? In my 30s, I started asking those questions. And I started Mm -hmm. asking them over and over. And a lot of those questions, I didn't even start getting answers to until the last five years. But that's how I started. I love a good why question. Because it forces you really think about the situation. But although I love a good why question, I guess my next question would be, and I'm just not necessarily to you, but just thinking out loud, what happens when you don't have an answer to the why? For example, um, let's just say somebody lost their job unexpectedly or, you know, they got Mm -hmm. laid off or, you know, things that, that are like really beyond our control and that we did not necessarily contribute to happening. So what happens when right. I don't have an answer to mm-hmm. why this happened? Now, that has been one of the biggest challenges of my life because I'm at an age now where I can accept responsibility for the role that I, that I played in things happening in my life. But then sometimes I can't find an answer to the why. So in those times, I have, I have told myself that sometimes the answer to why, the only answer to why is the lesson learned. And so then I have to go in and pull out those lessons. So I guess I, what I'm leading, mm-hmm. leading up to is, again, with the current situation that, that, we're, that we find ourselves in as a country and as a world, really, why? Because yeah. <laughs> I can imagine that lots of people are asking Girl. themselves that question, why? Is this happening? Why am I out of nowhere? I got to homeschool my kids out of nowhere. I got to work from home and there's no food in the stores. There's no top toiletries in the store. Like, right. why, is this, why is this thing happening? And back to the seniors who are graduating, who are 2020 graduates. I'm sure they're asking themselves, why do I not get to walk yeah. across, get to walk across stage? The students that graduated in 2019 got to. And even college students are not probably not going to be able to walk across the stage. So college students aren't doing it either. Yeah, they're not walking across the stage either. When things like that come up and it hits you hard, where do you find comfort and peace in times like that? How do you get to a place of peace when you don't really have an answer to why? How do we get, where where do we go? I think that is so, yeah, that is such a good, good, good question, Shirley. And I can really sympathize with these kids, these high school seniors and these Mm -hmm. college seniors, man, I really, and I really understand the, the disappointment of, oh, I'm not going to go to be able to go to my prom or I'm not going to be able to walk across the stage. I mean, you're still graduating, but you're not going to have a graduation ceremony. And I totally understand the sadness around that because 
we do a lot around these rites of passage, as it were. Right, um, we do, and we they're really big them. deals. Yeah, we look forward to them, and I'm not saying they shouldn't be a big do. I'm not saying that at all. For me, I think I think I can only come to this conclusion now because I'm a lot older. If I were younger, I probably wouldn't be able to think about this. But it's only because we're older and we've right. we've lived through so many other things and we've seen so many other bad things and we've also seen so many other good things and our graduation's so far removed from us now that we know we can say with all certainty and authority that in the grand scheme of things, it's nowhere near as big as right. it seems right. when we're doing it. Right. Um, so that's the only reason I can come to the to the conclusion that I'm coming to now. But I would say that kind of connecting it to the way I would process things in my 30s, just constantly asking why and just answering, asking that question over and over again, why, why, why? Writing it down or trying to talk to somebody else about it, talking to myself about it. That might be a question that a lot of these these young people are asking. And I would say... First of all, there is nothing wrong with you feeling angry, with you feeling mm-hmm. disappointed, with you feeling let down, with you feeling like someone let you down, even though this is, right. this is a pandemic and no one could control this. It's okay to still feel like someone let you down. Uh, we were talking in a previous episode about, I think I was talking about how the death of my father, I knew that it's not like he chose to die but I still had feelings of abandonment and anger. So you might know in your head, like intellectually, that this is a pandemic. And so people are taking the necessary and very correct precautions to keep it from getting worse. But still, you might feel like someone has let you down. The, the school has let you down. The administrators have let you down. These people have let you down because they're not allowing you to have prom that you want or the, the ceremony that you want. And it's okay to feel the way you feel about it. So I would say that first. And then I would say, keep asking why until you can ask why without feeling like your whole spirit is broken. That takes a while. <laughs> that, it might not take a while for you. It, it, it might take a while, but it's okay to keep asking that question. And then I would also say, in the midst of your asking these questions, Try, if you can, to think about your future. And I know a lot of times we're like, hey, don't look in the past, don't look at the future, think about the present. Well, I mean, the present sucks. So we need to feel some kind of hope. So we, we're going to look and imagine our future. What could I have in my future? Can I still do things? Can I still acquire the skills that I need to create the life that I want? Yes, you can. Can I still reach out to my loved ones, even if I can't? go see them right now? Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. Can I still nurture the friendships that I have that I've made in the last four years of high school or college? You absolutely can. Can we band together and come up with new ideas of ways to bend our skills there to create something new that could be of service to our community or something like that? Yes, you can. Can I think about maybe having a family in the future, yeah, I can still think about those things. Anything that helps you not to sink into that space of hopelessness that Shirley and I were in when we were like, yeah, well, screw it, I'm just not going to experiment on this. My birthday. Um, 
life sucks yeah. anyway. So yeah. It, right. Life sucks. <laughs> um now is and in the in the time of a in, in the time in the time of COVID nineteen, in the time of a <laughs> pandemic, now is not the time to be nihilistic. So let's let's exactly. really stir up the hope within us. Um exactly. and those are things that you can do while still continuing to sit with your feelings of disappointment and still continuing to ask why until you feel like maybe you can get an answer or at the very least you can ask the question without feeling like your spirit is broken. Right. And if I can piggyback off of that, I would say that when you're asking the why questions, because the why questions are are ultimately where the healing lies. So when Mm -hmm. you're asking yourself the why questions about whatever the situation may be in your life, it may not have anything to do with COVID-19. But whatever a disappointment that you may be experiencing, ask yourself, why am I disappointed? What mm-hmm. what is it about this situation? Where is this these where are these feelings of disappointment coming from? What is that feeling about? The the most important thing I think is to get what's inside on the outside. And asking the hard, the hard why questions is going to help you to let it all out. And I think that's what's important, being able to free yourself of the disappointment. And the only way to do that is to ask the hard why questions. Yeah, you can ask all day long, why did this happen? And you may not find any real answers in that. But if you dig a deep, dig a little deeper and ask, where are these feelings of disappointment coming from? Where are these feelings of sadness coming from? Then you get to the root, to the core of what the problem is. And when you get to the root and the core of what the problem is, then you can effectively process it. But the important thing is to get to the root. Why am I feeling this way? It's like Natty was saying, when, when you say, am I still going to be able to provide a good life for myself and all of those things? So when you're asking when you're asking yourself why am I disappointed, I guarantee you that it is ultimately going to go back to that. It's going to end up there, not go back there, but end up there. But I'm disappointed because this has happened and now it's gonna set me two or three steps back in the plan that I had planned for my life. But even if it sets you two or three steps back, it doesn't take you off the path. So the, the important thing is to ask the hard why question. And don't be afraid to go there. And then like Natty, this goes back to what Natty was saying too. It's all about perspective. Right. It's, it's about perspective. Like, do you, um, y'all know how I do. Y'all been listening to me long enough to know that. <laughs> know that <my> <laughs> disappear occasionally. <laughs> it's just like, that's just them away. <laughs> but get some perspective about the situation. I, and, and I know it sounds cliche. When people say, oh, it's not as bad as it seems. But it's important that you realize that things could be a lot worse. And I know that doesn't lessen the the emotional pain or the trauma that you may be experiencing when disappointments happen. But it's it's all about perspective. What what good can I see in this situation? What good can come out of this situation? If you can change your mind. You can change your circumstance. And I know that's easier said than done. Please believe me when I tell you, I know it. <laughs> I right, can all day right. and tell you, change your mind, you change your situation, but it's, it's not as easy as it is for me to sit here and voice that to you. But I do know that it works 
it takes practice, but it works. So try to focus on changing the way you're viewing the situation. And I think that asking a hard question and even and don't just ask them. Y'all know y'all 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 know Natty and I love a good journaling session, honey. We just live for that. So write it down. And I think when when you write stuff down, I don't know for me, it's it soaks into 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 my spirit when I when I write it down. It's just like I'm talking mm-hmm. to myself and is all the answers that I'm getting are dropping back into my sphere and it just makes more sense for me and it gives me a sense of freedom right. when I can write it down yeah. and get it out and then soak up the real answers in my spirit. That just works for me. So don't just ask yourself the questions, but write it down. And if you don't want to write it down, look in the mirror and talk to yourself, record yourself talking to yourself. I do that a lot of times because I don't record it, but I do talk mm-hmm. to myself a lot. So yeah, do that. Like whatever yeah. it takes for you to get it out. And whatever it takes for you to change the way you're viewing the situation, do that. Because in the grand scheme of things, like Natty was saying, it's really not as huge as it looks when you are in the thick of it. And I know that probably doesn't make right. it better right now. But um, yeah, <laughs> especially if you are in a position where, where your income has been decreased. If, you, if you're the type of person where you don't have a huge amount of savings that you can fall back on then any type of of financial disappointment is going to upset your life and so i get that and it's hard to to change your your perspective in that regard when you know the bills are still going to come in like clockwork i don't know if i ever shared this with you natty before i stopped working i was working for a nonprofit organization and it was thinking slowly and I can remember going into work. Um, there were there were so many days where we didn't know we were going to get paid. But I can remember going to work one day and it was payday. And we all got called in the boardroom on payday to be told that we weren't getting paid that day. I mean, there was like no notice or anything. Somebody, the, the um, CEO just walked in and said, hey, we're not going to make payroll. And fortunately, it, it, it was a big deal. But I had some money that I could fall back on at that time. But a lot of people didn't. And so imagine right. what it was like for those people who were depending on a paycheck that day to feed their children. So I know how oh upsetting God. financial disappointments can be. I've been in that situation before, but I also know that you can come out of it. And so it's all about what can what can you do to work with what you have? There are things that... Yeah. You know, there are things that can be done. No, it, it may be a bit uncomfortable. It may be you may have to eat something that you really don't want to eat. Like I personally don't you care. You wouldn't choose noodles. to eat, but you know, I, I hate noodles. I don't care what the situation is is I don't want to eat noodles. <laughs> I don't like them. I don't <laughs> like the texture. <laughs> I don't like the texture. And so I'm I, I I'm not gonna say I will never eat noodles. If I get hungry enough, I probably will. But I'm just saying when, when it comes to things like that, the point I'm trying to make is it, sometimes we have to do things differently to adjust to the circumstance and we have to be okay with doing, doing it differently. And that comes from a place of acceptance. And when I say acceptance, that, that is saying that, okay, this is what it is. This is what I can do to make the best of this situation. And sometimes that's what it's all about 
making the best of an unpleasant, uncomfortable situation. I think what you were saying before about, especially with the young, the younger people who are missing um, their graduations from those and everything, like mm-hmm. you know, we're talking about getting some perspective could always be worse. And we normally, Shirley and I don't normally prescribe that kind of advice, like, hey, it could always be worse. But we are living, again, this is a global pandemic. So that mm-hmm. it really could be worse. That's real. Like that's sitting right next to you, real. One of the things that I'm, I've been sitting with the last couple of days, last few days, is that one, the goal for, for us is honestly to survive. <laughs> that mm-hmm. is this. We've got to help our loved ones around us survive. And then if we, that goal, we will be in a place where things really have shifted. There are all sorts of, of things that are coming up in the news around us. Um, and it's, it's really shining a light on things that we've been talking about forever, about systems and how faulty and wrong and not great they are mm-hmm. and how they affect people who are marginalized. And those things being illuminated, especially now because there are people who can't take off work right. they work in the medical profession as nurses or or um they work at the grocery store mm-hmm. and we're having to depend on these people might look down on but we're actually depending on them and so this is actually shining a light on a lot of things physically i mean mentally and emotionally still and we are going to come out of this and it is absolutely it's gonna it's gonna take us some time to get there but i think if we we get into the habit of number one perspective acceptance all of those things but taking care of ourselves emotionally when a feeling like natty was saying earlier when a feeling comes up don't just brush it off for instance yesterday i woke up yesterday morning and i was so heavy really, really happy. And I wanted to record a podcast episode, but I also knew that I needed to honor what I was feeling in that moment and just give myself a chance to process the sadness that I, that I was feeling yesterday. And that's what I did. I took a day off and I took a nap. I watched some Netflix, take your mind off the situation Take care of yourself emotionally. Take care of yourself mentally. There are still things that you that you are able to do. Go for a walk. You know, I did a little bit of that. Go sit outside, get some sunshine. All of those things. It's a it's a difficult time for all of us right now. But I do know that we can survive this thing. We can and we will survive this thing. So yeah, it's it's dis- it's a disappointing situation that that we're in right now, but just be encouraged. Don't fall into this place of hopelessness and just think that life sucks all around because life does not suck all around. <laughs> it's a difficult, challenging time, but we're we're going to come out on the other side of all. All right, guys, I don't know what happened to Natty. Um, I think she may be having a little bit of trouble with her internet. So I am not going to sit on here and rumble you to death. (laughs) 
Tanachi. Um, so I'm going to wrap it up right now, but I just want you guys to know that we are here to support you through this challenging time, through disappointments and whatever you have going on in your life at this moment. So if you need to reach out to us, like you've always said, slide in our DMs. We're, shade of, we're Shades of Strong across all platforms. You can email us at hi at Shades of Strong. And by all means, check out the resources that we have available on our website that will help you through challenging times and help you get the healing that you need need through this because emotional trauma is emotional trauma and we all need to be in a place where we can heal from that trauma so yeah anyway i am out of here and i will see you guys back here next week bye bye Cause we never did before